Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin. Welcome to The Next Generation with me, your host, Victoria Cece. This is your podcast to learn about all the cool things Italians 30 and under are up to in the food and wine scene. And yes, that includes all the best things to eat. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the new Next Generation, where we are going to be talking to folks who are 30 and under, 30 under 30, 30 minutes of learning about a groovy person in the food and beverage world, the Italian food and beverage world. But today we have a special edition. We're stepping outside of Italy and we are traveling to Ecuador with Giovanna Nunez. Hello, Giovanna. Hello, everyone. I'm Giovanna. I'm currently living in Italy and I have like travel a bit around the world, but I really appreciate uh, the cuisine from Ecuador, so I'm here to tell you a bit about it. Wonderful. So Ecuador is obviously in South America. <laughs> Even though Giovanna's living in Italy, it's definitely, I would say, making you miss the food from home. And so we want to know a little bit about you first. How old are you, first of all? I'm 29 years old. I'm here doing my studies, uh, my master's studies. So I work in the digital marketing field, but I'm also a food lover. And I like to try food from everywhere. Wonderful. And so what is your position? So my actual position is uh, doing social media um, stuff in with the Italian wine podcast. Um, so yeah, I basically do all the social media. Yeah, so we work together. Well, anyways, so tell me one thing that tells me you're 30. With, uh, well, you're 30. You're not 30 yet. Tell me you're under 30 without telling me you're under 30. Like, what's one thing someone like your age does? I, the first thing that comes to my mind, and talking also about food, is that I think it's really typical for people under 30 that you go through all the social media channels, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest, saving all these cooking recipes, and then you never make any of those <laughs> recipes. So you have all the like files like with all these pictures and videos of the recipes, and you never make. Anything. That's so true. Because like, <laughs> not to throw us under the bus, most of us don't have families or mouths to feed. We're just like running home, <laughs> eating whatever's in the pantry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you see and say like oh, this looks amazing, I will do this for myself tonight, and then you end up buying a sandwich or a pizza. Literally, especially here when you get back from work and you're just like, oh, I see there's that pizza place over there. It's looking a lot greater than that tuna salad thing I'm going to make. <laughs> oh my gosh. So back to you and Ecuador. So tell us, what is a signature dish of your family? Like something maybe your abuela would make for you? In my family, even though I grew up in the mountain side, we love seafood. So in Ecuador, you first need to know that you have the three rivers regions, which is the coast, the mountains, and the rainforest. So each of the re these regions uh, has different kind of food. And in my family, we love seafood. So I will say that our main dish is the ceviche. 
as you might have heard, like it's a typical dish like actually many places in South America. But what we do is that we prepare the fish and we cook the fish in lemon. So we let the fish to cook in lemon like for hours. And then like just putting basic things like onions, peppers, tomatoes, a little bit more of lemon, sometimes a little bit of orange. And then that's basically it. Very mm. simple. And then, of course, like what makes the ceviche Ecuadorian, I would say, is also like the things we put on top. So we normally put green plantain chips. Sometimes popcorn, mm. which sounds weird. Popcorn? Yeah, <laughs> which I know sounds weird, but it is good. And sometimes rice. But does the popcorn not get soggy or you just put it like right on top so you take a bite and it's still... Yeah, exactly. Crunchy. You don't have oh, okay. it to get soggy. Ooh, that sounds super good. And maybe this is a controversial question, but I feel like outside of Ecuador or South America, people typically think ceviche is Peruvian, right? But is it something that's actually... Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Peru also has like its own ceviche, but it's made in a different way. Mm -hmm. So they actually add this kind of like milk thing on the sauce. That's why they also call it like leche de tigre, which ah. is like the base from for the ceviche. So that's why I'm saying like everyone has like, I think there is also ceviche in Mexico, but I guess it's also different for us. Oh, that's so funny because I've seen that on menus before, the leche de uh, the tigre, sorry. And yeah, uh, yeah because... There's quite a few um, Peruvian restaurants, not in Italy, but in um, on the East Coast in, a, in the state. Well, that's super cool. So is that something you grew up eating? Yeah, like that's the typical dish we normally make during the weekends. Mm. So all the family gets together and we make this big bowl of ceviche. And the thing is, we love beer in Ecuador. So <laughs> the beer has to be like really cold. And so ceviche and a beer, like a really cold beer, is like the best combination. So before I get to what you're drinking, I have a question. Is the fish in the ceviche, what kind of fish do you use in the ceviche? Uh, so normally this one, it could be this one called corvina. Corvina is like the typical one. So yeah, just like a basic like fish, nothing like a special. Okay, so it's like a, is, um, I'm, I don't know if I know, it's not, is it local Corvina? Is that from? Yeah. Like, it's fish local. off of, okay. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. Especially if you have to get it and then also get it if you're up in the mountain. This yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen the geography of Ecuador, but it's the, you have the Andes mountain range there yeah. and those are pretty high peak, but, and it's also probably why you drink lower alcohol things, because if you drink high alcohol in higher altitude, <laughs> You feel it very fast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Wine to Wine Business Forum. Everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine. Supersize your business network. Share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry. Join us in Verona on November 13 to 14, 2023. Tickets available now at winetowine.net. Answered the next question I had for you is like what would you pair for pair with the ceviche? But you say beer is the go-to pairing. Yeah, normally most Ecuadorian people will eat the ceviche with beer. But then you can also, I mean, if we are going like to the fancy side of the dish, I guess you can also pair it with any kind of uh, white wine mm. or like sparkling that it has to be cold, of course. <laughs> so I will say I don't know, like prosecco or something mm. like that. Have you ever seen anyone pair it with wine before in Ecuador? I think there are some restaurants where you can have it, but then normally, I mean, 
like an Ecuadorian, real Ecuadorian, I don't think will never like us. Yeah, that's how you know if you go and they pull out a bottle of Prosecco, yes. you're like, hmm. Yeah, why are you drinking that? <laughs> so what kind of beer do you usually drink in Ecuador? I think it's like a normal, like, Bionda. Like a blonde ale. Yeah, blonde. Is there a certain brand? Yeah, we have this one that is like the main one in Ecuador. It's called Pilsener. That normally you will find in all the soccer teams in all the events and stuff. And then we have like another one that is called Club, but it's a little bit like stronger than the Pilsener. So yeah. Mm. Interesting. I love how beer is so regional in some way, even if some of them are all owned by the same brand, like the, you know, the big, large-scale produced beers, but it, it's always funny, especially in Latin America. Like, yes. everyone has, like, Yeah, everyone beer. has. I mean, if you think, like, the country next to us, Colombia, they also have this club, but it's, like, Club Colombia. It's different. Yeah, <laughs> so it's different, even though it has the same name. And you have to know. Isn't that funny? It's kind of, it's it's really your beer order when you travel to South America, Latin America, it'll tell where you're from. I mean, if I'm obviously a gringa, but... <laughs> If that wasn't already obvious, what I order to drink will be like, oh, yeah, she's a great girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> when you were living in Ecuador, what were people your age drinking? Or what are they drinking? So, as I said, I think we mostly drink a lot of beer. And then I will say spirits. And like also we have these Ecuadorian ones. There's one called Caña Manavita. It's basically a spirit made from the sugar cane. It's really strong, but young people like to drink that. <laughs> I don't know why. But then I can say uh, wine is also very common. I mean, I used to drink a lot of wine with my friends and also in my family. Normally, when we have big dinners, big lunch, we normally have wine. For me, especially, I would say red, red wine. Red wine. Yeah. And is it usually from South America or? Yeah, I think most of the wines normally are or from Chile, Argentina. No Brazilian sparkling wine. No, on the table. no Brazilian. <laughs> and you know what? Actually, when I got here, I realized that it's hard to find like Italian wines in Ecuador. Mm. I mean, the easiest you can find them from Europe might be Spain, then maybe France, but Italian wines are not that common. Do you think there's a demand for it at all? I mean, it should be because, I mean, we all know that Italian wine is very popular and very good, but I don't know why we are not getting it. That's hmm. sad. That is sad. Hey, anyone who <laughs> needs to start an import business, <laughs> looks like there is a lacking in Ecuador. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so even would that go also for sparkling, like a Prosecco, like you wouldn't really see a Prosecco in Ecuador either? Yeah, actually, I think I discovered Prosecco when I got here. Wow, really? Yeah. That, see, that's fascinating because obviously there's different markets, like for, uh, you know, but you said red wine is more popular. Yeah, I think especially in the mountains, because I mean, if we drink wine, we won't be drinking like the cold wine sometimes because of course it's cold there. Mm-hmm. So we prefer, I think, because of that, the red wine. Yeah, because it's, it's chillier there. And yeah. for Giovanna, it's like here, we're in Italy, it's... I mean, fortunately in Verona, I mean, it's been hot, but it hasn't been like Rome, really like hot. 40 degrees. <laughs> She's like, it's usually only like 21 degrees where I'm from. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. You need to move to Ireland or something because this here it's weather too hot. is killing me. I know. It's, it's, it is beer weather though now, like a cold <laughs> beer and ceviche weather. That is what we're Yeah. I mean, lately I have been just drinking beer, you know, because yeah. it's the time to drink beer. I know. Sorry. I know this is the Italian wine podcast, <laughs> but uh, we have to talk about the facts. 
Speaking of that, what do you think is a trend you see in the food and beverage space in Ecuador in the future? Uh, so a trend I see is that people is starting like, so we have a lot of these traditional dishes, a lot of restaurants that are making like in a fancier way, smaller portions with nice decoration and all the tourists like that. They like to try those because, I mean, it looks nicer and still it has like the nice flavors of the typical dish. Mm. So that's like becoming like more and more popular and more trending in Ecuador. So what you're saying is perhaps the tourist economy is growing in Ecuador and they're kind of mirroring like similar trends that are happening elsewhere with like presenting food in a very modern context yeah exactly exactly like that mm. it's not like the traditional like typical play with the food but they are trying to show like in a modern way in a different way and that that opens up a big door for wine right because yeah of course because there is a really good way to pair with wine absolutely like more fancy and it's more specific yeah there's one flavor try it but i'm assuming does ecuador have a big street food culture yes very big Explains the beer, too, because, like, I mean, in, you can drink wine, but it's, you know, little cups and whatever, but beer, it's like you're in your, it's in your hand. It's... Yeah, exactly. And do you have a favorite street food? Oh, I think that's really hard to decide, but French fries with sausages. Sausages? Yeah. So we call this salchipapa. Sanchi Papa, I've heard of this. Oh my god. Yeah, it's amazing. So yeah, basically French fried with sausages like also cut like in little pieces. Mm. And then you have like uh, mayonnaise and ketchup or and sometimes like a special sauce, sauce on mm. top. It's amazing. And basically you can like find it like everywhere. Uh, sometimes they put onions on top or something like that just to give it a little bit more of spice. But <laughs> Oh, that sounds like the perfect drunk food. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just going to say. That, that yeah, that's something you will find like after midnight for sure. Oh yeah, salchi papa. Salchi papa. Remember, <laughs> guys, if you ever go to Ecuador, try salchi papa. You have to make them here now, and I know fry making fries is a little hard, but like yeah, oh, I would try. <laughs> yes, you have to. Now, before we wrap up, we have to do our five things under five minutes. So I'm going to ask you five main points from our discussion today. And you need to answer it in about one sentence or less. You think you could do it? I will try. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Tell me where you're from. I'm from Ecuador. Can you describe the cuisine in one sentence? Diverse cuisine. Diverse cuisine, perfect. And the featured dish that we talked about today? Ceviche. What would you pair with it? Cold beer. Okay, and wine? White wine. Cool. And can you give us one trend that you see for the future of Ecuador's food and beverage scene with young people? Yeah, like traditional food becoming more like modern food and fancy food. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Giovanna. It was so fun to chat with you today. And I wish you all the best in Italy. And I can't wait for you to make all the Ecuadorian food. Thank you. Thank you, Victoria. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me on the Italian Wine Podcast every Sunday and anywhere you can get your pots.